All right, it's May 3rd, and this is another episode of Headliners. Today we're talking about, basically, Avengers Endgame, a lot of that stuff, and then Game of Thrones. It's just Jimmy and uh, myself tonight. Dave, not here. Not exactly sure why. We don't know why. Big secret. He just, he just said he couldn't do it, so I was like, all right, cool. It's just uh, Jimmy John mess around. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell it through. Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. 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 All right. Last weekend's box office, April 26th through the 28th, Avengers Endgame debuted at number one. Uh, no surprise, $350 million. It's just bananas. Number two is Captain Marvel, for those last-minute people trying to catch up before they saw Endgame. Only $8 million, measly compared to, compared to that. Uh, number third place was The Curse of La La Rona, at $7.5 million. Fourth place was Breakthrough, 6.3, And then rounding the top five was Shazam, $5.5 million. This is the first time in a long, long, long time Actually, ever, where number two wasn't double-digit millions. Yeah, but no one was going to compete with Avengers. Well, yeah, mainly because the amount of the theaters dropped off substantially. They Each theater, like in the world, had like 30 showings, 30 to 50 showings of Endgame over the weekend. So they pushed out all the other movies. Yeah. yeah, Avengers, Amazing. Avengers ain't nothing to be trifled with. No, I mean, it was, it was an, uh, an amazing event to be a part of, and I... I I truly feel sorry for you, Jimmy, that you don't understand. You yeah. don't didn't get to experience it. It's like everyone in the world got this nice World Series win, and you were sitting in the sidelines being a polo fan. What I experience it every single year when I watch Band of Brothers. Jesus, I mean, it's a great it's a great series, but I mean, are you that that doesn't compare? I'm comparing my love for Band of Brothers to your love of this Marvel universe. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I love both of those things, but, I mean, reruns versus new run, it's uncomparable. It's just a movie, though. It's not just a movie. It's a it's an event. They, they have surpassed movies. Look at $350 million. They went on to do $1.7 billion in, a, in a week. That's no longer just a movie. I'm just saying, just because I don't like Avengers doesn't mean I don't like things. Oh, I know, I know that. I just feel bad that you don't like Avengers. Oh, well. You're missing... You're, I, I, you're, you're, you're missing out, uh, and it's not your fault. No, I don't even want to say anything offensive to the Avengers fans because I don't want to rain on their parade. So, well, that's very that's a uh, mature stance of you. So, thank you. Because I've never seen a five second clip that makes me think, "Wow, that's good." Nah, I gotta show you some clips. <laughs> Powerful stuff coming out of this. this. I mean, people were emotional about it. I got, I, I cried. I didn't cry. I teared up three times and. I came very close to puddling out one time. Can we can we spoiler alert and can you tell me like what's making people cry? Uh yeah, okay. So um right now we're gonna do spoilers. So check back in like a minute. Uh the biggest like f- dirty they did us dirty, uh they gave Iron Man a daughter. They, they went five years into the future okay. and he had a four year old daughter. Okay. Adorable little girl. Okay. And it it uh it messed around the whole way to get the world back was they had to mess around with uh, timelines. They figured out a way to go back in time 
Oh, wow. Yeah. I know you, we, we, we talked about this. You would hate this. Yeah, that sounds like but, terrible. But, okay, see, I was, I was adamantly against time travel. But they did it in such a way where it wasn't actually time travel. It was like jumping back through the quantum realm, what they call it, and stealing something to bring it back without like interfering with anything. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was like they were tr- actively trying not to screw up or change history. They were just trying to steal something to bring it back. So it was, it was still time travel, yet not as bad as you'd think it would be. Like Deadpool, the end of Deadpool, that was stupid. It just undid everything. One of the worst endings to a movie... Yeah, I've Truly. seen in the last couple years. Truly, and I agree with that. I love Deadpool. I agree with you. This one, they did it differently, so it wasn't that bad. Anyways, Iron Man ends up saving everyone by... He basically dies, okay? He saves the world, and it was just the funeral with the daughter, because he was adamant. Like, he's like, I can't snap the fingers and go back five years and restart, because then I'd lose, I'd lose my daughter. So he sacrificed himself. He brought everyone back forward. He did so much to keep his daughter. And then the poor girl, this line, love you 3000, was was a, a tearjerker. And then, like, she's sitting in the funeral, and him and his best friend are sitting there. And she's like, he's like, are you hungry? He's like, yeah, I'd like a cheeseburger. He's like, oh, yeah, your dad really likes cheeseburgers. I'll get you all the cheeseburgers you ever wanted. It was just, like, a nice moment. And if you know the characters, like, it was just, it just, it, it tugged at the right heartstrings. All right. Cool. I just wanted to know. Why people were crying? I didn't even. I they didn't they know. humanized him, and they gave him a uh, family, and then they 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 got you, built you up, and they cut you down. I mean, you, you knew he was dying. That yeah. was the weirdest part is you knew he was dying because you knew he wasn't signed on for any more movies. It was just like how he was going to die, and they made it so that it was super sad, nice. yet happy because he did it in the right way. I don't know. It was it's weird. Well, sorry if we spoiled this for anyone, but this is one of our topics: is that Lashawn McCoy was spoiling the ending on Twitter. Hmm. Did he spoil it and then try to backpedal because he realized he spoiled? Like, did he say something like my like his dog was named Iron Man? No, he like outright just was like, "This is what happens." Ha ha. I wait. I thought I read his tweets and he said like, "I can't believe they did that to Iron Man," and then he backpedaled and said something like. My dog's uh, my dog's name is Iron Man. I was talking about my dog. I didn't see that. I thought he was just like, oh, wow, it sucked that Iron Man died. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. Regardless, though, regardless people... though, LeSean McCoy, big big name. A lot of people follow him. Pissed off a ton of people. But so it was, it was definitely intentional, whether he walked back or not. Is it funny now, looking back? So yeah, these are the tweets. He said, the worst day ever. Me and Lil Shady are hurt. They killed Iron Man. Take Captain America instead. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big spoiler. And then he followed it up right away because I think he realized, oh shit, I just spoiled it for people because everyone's yelling at him. So he followed it up with a R.I.P. My dog Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My dog means like he's like, yeah, my dog. I love I love Tony Stark. Uh, I'm not gonna dip into black culture, but that sounds like yo, my dog Tony Stark. Yeah. I think, I think um, that's funny. Like, am I not allowed to think that's funny? I think it's funny now. I when I first read that, I was like, "Oh, what a shit bag!" But now I'm looking I don't because I don't a think week, a week removed from it, I'm like, it's kind of funny. I don't think he <laughs> did it to be a troll. No, 
I think it was honest. I think it was but, honest. I think he was just sharing his opinions about the movie and then the backlash. But he wasn't backing down. He was. I don't think he backed down after. He's like, yeah, fuck it. This is like I saw it. This was the first time where society was really mad at people for spoiling. Like, oh, it was way worse than just mad. Like they were. It, it's like prison. Yeah, isn't that, one of the, isn't that the next story, actually? I'll, 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 I'll dive down, okay? Um, some guy got beat up in Hong Kong after he left the theater after seeing it, saw the line of people waiting to get in, and he's like, hey, Iron Man dies, Thor's fat, Hulk uh, is Professor Hulk now, and they beat the shit out of him. Yeah, it's a story my, my uncle told me when he, when he saw Star Wars, uh, when you find out Darth Vader's his dad, that mm. um, his buddy, he was with the guy... I don't know if he was with them. They walked out of the theater at the same time, and he screamed it to everyone that was in line waiting to go in. Uh, I think that's worse. That's worse than this, because that was a, a giant surprise. We all knew Iron Man was dying. We just knew. That's so I, mean. I, that's so out. weird. Like now, oh. now, that Star Wars story, I've, oh, I've heard that story, and I've shared it so many times, and I've always found it funny and Right now, for the first time, I found it fucked up and mean. It is mean, man. That's mean. <laughs> That's a giant surprise he stole from people. Yeah, it is imagine, powerful. Imagine, like, it is well, powerful to do that. It is. I remember when I first, when I saw that, I was like in third grade. I was like, <gasps> But <coughs> it's so mean. So someone did that here and they beat him up, right? In Hong Kong. This is the ones, I guarantee this has happened more, more than one place. All right, but also, bonus to that, <clears throat> also in China, some woman was watching it, and she was so upset by what was going on, she started crying and hyperventilating to the point where they had to stop, drag her out, and bring her to the hospital for oxygen. The doctor said she'd be fine. Yeah, I mean... Like, no, no shit. The doctor should have been like, get the fuck out of here. That lady, just, the movie. That kid, lady just can't see movies. That lady's not a human. She's... Doesn't have the right like wiring. She has no just, friends or family. I don't think. No, she can't. To hyperve or or she was really high. Maybe. She was uh, like uh, there was a drug that was amplifying what was happening to her. I can see that absolutely. We've been there. Because that's nuts. Yeah. So I think that's gonna wrap up uh, our end game. We thank you for for participating, Jimmy. It's been like what ten minutes. So you, you're a trooper. I know you don't really like talking about Endgame, but this is this goes a little beyond regular. Yeah, those stories superhero are movies. Let's. I'm yeah. gonna skip the next one that on our list and put that towards the end. Okay. The remake of Child's Play is funny. <laughs> it is. It's really good. <laughs> it's really smart. They made so they Child's Play is coming out on June 21st, and their the poster they made is a kind of a troll job on the. Toy Story poster. So let me try and explain. The toy, it's a duplicate of Toy Story. The Toy Story poster is Woody uh, saluting the audience with his cap. And mm -hmm. the Child's Play one it is the same exact backdrop, but with a foot that has clearly just stepped and killed Woody. A little blood. And there's blood smear and Woody's hat. And <laughs> it's actually a different color sleeve on his arm. Well, because they couldn't get full copyright, man. Yeah, I, mean, I know. So, but they got the point across. It's good, man. It's really smart. Whoever did this, I mean, because there's a race. It's a. It's. Child's, I didn't think it was real at first. Child's plays a horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's really funny. I, I I saw that. I was like, oh, that's just some genius on Reddit. You know, I didn't think that was something actual studio would do that. It's amazing. So go seek it out. Like, just Google Child's Play poster, Toy Story poster. It's it does hurt me a little because like Woody's dead. I'll be honest. Child's Play brings up a lot of bad memories for me. I don't even really know what Child's Play is. It's just a horror movie. It's the it's the first movie that I saw like accidentally, and I got like nightmares for honest to god like four years. That little like little doll was in my nightmares for four years. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, not then. <laughs> All right. Um, another one we got. Tarantino has uh, has announced that after he finishes Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he's, he's going to be releasing the director's cut of Django Unchained. Now the original movie was two hours and five minutes long. The uh, director's cut will be three hours and 15 minutes long, which is bananas. That's a, an extra third of the movie tacked on. Or, no, double. Like, an extra 50% of the movie added on to it. That's cool. I mean, it's cool as a director's cut. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, there's a reason why you edit. Yeah, yeah. So don't, don't like, for anyone that likes this movie so much, they want to see more of it. This is fantastic. But you can't expect it. Like, you're going to watch the scenes and you're going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I would hope. Sometimes bands, um, I really like the band Gaslight Anthem. Yeah. And two albums in a row, they they released the B-sides after the album. And it was like some of the best songs. Like, yo, why didn't you guys put that on the album? And then I saw them in concert and they said, yeah, we probably messed this up. This one should have been on the album. So, so, or maybe that's how this director's cut. And like, how did that scene get scratched? Completely changes things. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting because I mean, that's an extra hour onto it. It's like, is there more storylines that we didn't see before? Is it's this not just fluff. is this a Blu-ray Blu-ray push though? Like, how are we gonna watch this? I have no idea. They, they've got no idea. They, this is just him talking. So I don't think it's got anything to do with like product or pushing. I think this is just him with his art. Do you think this is a? Uh a way to advertise Once Upon a Time in America or just like what he's doing now by saying this? No, I think Once Upon a, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood already has enough hype behind it. Do you think, think this it, is him hedging his bets because he doesn't think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to be as good as he wants? So he's saying, but you'll get this. No, no. I, I think he's riding high off uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm still stand by the fact that it's a mouthful. I don't like it, but... Um, I think he's riding high off this, and everyone's like giving him a bunch of credit, and so he's going to use that to release the thing that he wants to release from the past. Yeah, I, I agree. Know? I agree with you. I was just wondering, like, yeah, if, if uh, there's any agenda behind releasing this news right now. So I got a question for you. Uh, I've never seen Django Unchained. Oh, you should watch it. Should I wait for the director's cut? You think? No, no, I don't think you can watch the director's cut first. Okay. Unless we're talking about Miley Cyrus's music video "Wrecking Ball." Other than that, is, is the director's cut to that? Oh, it's my favorite music video. Really? Yeah, it's one shot. Ooh. The director, the 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 camera doesn't move at all. The director made that entire music video with her, like, you know, licking the sledgehammer and riding around on the on the wrecking ball. Yeah. And they released that version, and then they said, "Okay, director, you get to put out whatever you want." And it's just. A close-up on Miley Cyrus's face, maybe just eyes, nose, and mouth. That's all. Yeah. And it's just her singing and crying her eyes out. Really? And it, it makes the song Wrecking Ball, 
you listen to it and you go, oh shit, these are real lyrics about like a very personal thing, not just a pop song. Interesting. It's it's really cool. Well, I mean, I've never considered it just a pop song. It is powerful. Yeah, but it's like a, that, it's a doozy that, of a song. So, but that music video with the wrecking ball and her like naked and it made it like MTV eyes. MTV. It made it into like kind of a joke. People were like, "What the fuck yeah. is this?" The director's the director's cut. You watch the director's cut and you're like, "Wow, this is deep stuff." Mm-hmm. And it's a personal song, so there's I'm gonna my. seek that out. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I'm okay. gonna try it out. Okay, cool. Let's pivot to Game of Thrones talk. I think we should. You you watched it. I watched it. Everyone's talking about it. Yeah, I, I voiced Can you. Did you? Were you able to see? No, no. Did you? Are you have criticisms over the product they put out? Yeah, I think it was a bad episode. No, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna pedal slowly here. Okay. Yes. Ba- bad in Game of Thrones terms. I would put it at under the fifty percent threshold of Game of Thrones episodes for the hype that I thought it was gonna be at, and where it was. Okay. I was disappointed. Yes. Uh, and and here's the thing. I felt like this right after the fact, and I probably should have sat on it longer because I did tweet it out. I rarely tweet out Game of Thrones thoughts because it's kind of... I said this last weekend. I'm not a geek. I'm not like a... An, I don't mean that in a wrong way. I don't geek out about it. I'm not, a cra- I'm not crazy in love with every character and every move yeah. and stuff like that. I like the pol- politicking and the plotting, and I like the show. But I will fully admit there's a level of people that like it above me. And I, I, I like the Yankees as much as anyone can like the Yankees. And when there's a casual fan that gives me their opinions on the Yankees, I say, dude, just get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I'm way more in it than you. So all Game of Thrones fans that are deep, deep track Game of Thrones fans, just don't even listen to me right now because there's no way you're going to enjoy what I'm saying. But the way I view it, that was a bad episode. It didn't give me anything I wanted. The only cool scene... Was the Dothraki scene? Yes, agreed. I don't think you need to apologize for that. I think that's kind of like it's not not even like your opinion. It's just it actually just wasn't as epic as they built up. It, it's it was what ninety five million dollars they shot over the course of thirty days. It was the biggest scenes. It broke all the records for all the production. Yada 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 yada. It, it was it was average at best. And the fact that you couldn't see anything, it was too dark just like threw another like stone on the pile. I I think if you if if it could have been a good episode, a great episode with the darkness. It was just a fact that it just it, it didn't okay, my my biggest issue, I've watched it twice now, and my biggest issue is like leading up to it, the the final death with the with Arya killing the the uh the Night King. There was a lot of tension building. There was the the music. Oh my god, the music, man. Listening to that constant like 15 minutes long of just this song the same song going over and over it was amazing building up to it yada 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 and then aria out of nowhere boom and it's over eight years building up to gone and there was it's just over and it, you're left with just oh it's over there was no like slow death they didn't have like a giant loss to offset the fact that there was over you, you you need to have a loss to offset the fact that you just had eight years gone. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that. Yeah. So it, it seemed cheap. And I don't think you have to be a, a huge Thrones fans or even a casual one to, to realize that. I was shocked that Dave was uh, was uh, unsatisfied with the episode because I, I thought he was in the boat of I love everything. And I had some people come at me and say, 
Like, come on, how could you say that wasn't good? And then in the coming days after that, they kind of started realizing, like, yeah, it, all the yeah. points that this side is making. But it's it's this weird world. Like, you can't criticize anything. Like, oh, sorry, the show, you know, I didn't. It's like, well, yeah, I'm allowed to say that. I still love Absolutely. Game of Thrones, this, and it's still one of the best shows to ever be on TV. But that episode was kind of lackluster. I, I mean, criticize everything, and it's okay. Uh, You're allowed to. I will say, if something comes of it, which I don't think there's enough time, but like when Bran and the Night King looked at each other, it seemed like there was a knowing look. If something comes of that, that's kind of cool. Uh, Arya just stabbing it. I, I, I don't know. I didn't. Nothing did. Sam just laying around dead and then not dying. <laughs> it was. It, the more I think about it, the more weird it is, man. Yeah, nothing really made. There was there was a lot of good thoughts that are half thought out. You know, I liked I like Arya being the one who killed him. I like that. I like the fact that Arya uh, had to use her like face game of faces thing to do it, but you didn't see that. You're only the assumption, correct? We're assuming that. Yeah, so I assume that I assumed she she wore the face of one of the dead to go sneak up and get into the inner circle to get in there. Yeah, I guess so. And that's the only way she could could have possibly done it. You can't walk past all those White Walkers and not get like murdered. Yeah, but they didn't show that. You have to put make that assumption. All you see is Arya flying through the background, which is cheap, yeah, and easy, yeah. And it I pisses know, I, me I off that, that the, the cinematographer is saying it it wasn't too dark. Because, yeah, fuck you, man. You you might have tested it out on the nicest screens and it looked nice, but even people that were watching on HBO on their plasma screen, fifty inch in their dark living room, even they said it was still too dark. Now. We should yeah, share. Let's just, just add to that. I uh, he said uh, it's not meant to be watched on your phones or your laptops in the living room, buddy. I had my my in my, in my basement things things drawn. I had my projector screen. I had all the right things. It was pitch black. I couldn't see shit. Yeah. So yeah. up yours. I don't know. I will. Let's give Dave credit for his idea. I, I don't know if it was a, a Dave original idea, but. I don't know what. Uh, well, I don't know if it is. Dave gets all the credit. It's a great idea. Cool. It's fantastic. To He's have been up with good, good ones lately. So what's that? He's been coming up with some good, good uh, ideas lately. So. He has, but this one was Dave's, and he's not here, so I'm going to present it. If after the first wave, you know, when they thought it was done with, if the sun started rising, so mm. not only could the audience see, but the characters in the show could see the carnage. And there's this sun rising and sense of hope and we survive this. And they're looking out at the carnage of the dead and they're like, holy fuck. And they feel like, okay, God, all right, well, let's collect ourselves and this is over with. And then bam, all the dead rise. And now the second battle is on the sunrise and we can see more. So much more powerful. That's like, yeah, you get power and emotion and an audience that can see what's going on. That would have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Yeah. Instead, they just stayed in the dark, and they're like, they're, they're being dicks about it, saying like, well, it wasn't dark enough because I watched it and I shot it, so. Yeah. Okay, cool. He's, he's I don't know. I understand the fans' reaction afterwards because if you love something, you, like you really love something, your initial reaction is to defend it. Yeah. No matter what. But everyone, and I mean everyone, is backtracking by Thursday. So, yeah. Well, tells you a lot, guys. Sophie Turner loved it so much she went and got married to Joe Jonas in Vegas. It's so weird. By an Elvis impersonator. 
I read this and I was like, oh, that sounds pathetic and sad. But these are two high-profile people. They're young. Is it like? Is it so sad and like weird that it, and like retro that it's now cool? Like it's it's the, there's like a, a hipster ironic wedding that was trendy. I don't know. I don't think it's sad. <laughs> like it's weird. I, I, I mean, it's no, yes, it is sad because nobody's family were there. Like it's. I think I don't think it's sad. I think good for them. Okay, well, yeah, no, I'm happy for them. Happy, love's always good, but just weddings are a nightmare. And the less opinions you take out of the group, like if they were both down, like both of them were like, let's just do this. Yeah. That's great. I don't know. Looks I don't fun. Know what Sophie, I don't know what Sophie Turner's mom's like, but I imagine she's like, oh, fuck. I wish I saw her get married. I wish I had six months to nag her about everything I wanted in the wedding and ruin the. No, I'm not saying have a, I'm not saying have a big ass wedding. It's like, hey, Sophie and, and, the, and Joe, Joe Jonas, go like down to uh, the, the city mall, city, city hall. Not mall. The uh, moment we'll you invite your mom to City Hall for the quick ceremony, she spends two days ripping you a new one about how you can't do this and how are you not going to let your aunt B see you get married? She was blah, 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 and how are you not going to let Uncle Richard walk you down the aisle? And how about your brothers Uncle and Richard. sisters? <laughs> it's just nonstop. So good for them. Uh, okay. They they so they Jimmy's got some pretty strong. Um, they nipped he's it. Got some pretty strong. Uh, oh, I have I have sat, I have sat in many, of meetings with brides, grooms, and their parents. Oh yeah, you used to be a wedding videographer. Yes. <laughs> I have seen, the uh, the, battle room. What do they call it? The war room. I've seen the war room behind weddings. Mm-hmm. And the less of that, the better. Hey, buddy, I, I lived it. Yeah. You know how you survive? You take one responsibility. You, My responsibility was getting the limos. <laughs> nice. And I fucked that up. Did you? Sent it to the wrong address. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to my senior prom, the limos didn't show up, and we just had to, our parents drove us in SUVs. Did you have to pay for it? I don't know if we got our money back. I think, I think the girl who set it up just got straight duped. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. That's sad. It is sad. That's like probably like $300 and back then for high schooler money, that's gold. Yeah. It's a shame. Bummer. And then my buddy was in a, he, he went with a different group and his limos got in an accident on the highway. <laughs> oh, that's horrible too. Yeah. They got pulled over on the side of the road because one crashed into the other, two limos. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I next to take it back. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a story. Nice. I'm sure All they right. made it to the prom, right? Yeah. What is so, this movie trailer I'm watching right now called The Boys? Oh, you didn't watch it yet? I'm watching with the sound off. Okay. No, it's good. Um, slash bad. It's basically, uh, it's it was inevitable. The world is turning against uh, superheroes. Our world. We, uh, we've we loved them for 11 years now. Now it's like time to make fun of them. So The Boys, it's a, a Amazon original. It's uh, about superheroes that realize that they can do whatever the fuck they want and no one's going to stop them. And the boys are the guys who are trying to keep the superheroes in check. Nice. It's it's graphic. It's really fucking graphic. Nice. All right. We got to uh, we got to speed through the rest of these. My, Why's that? Because my dinner is upset with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog trailer came out. You saw it. 
good, bad? Bad. What's your opinion? Bad. bad. Terrible, right? Uh, I didn't see Hedgehog. I didn't see Tails in it, but the the on the poster, it was a fucking nightmare. And Jim Carrey looks terrible. But, I mean, I, I stopped passing judgment on it because it looks to be a kid's movie. Yeah. So you can't really pass judgment. Mm-hmm. All right. Movie, movie's coming out. This Jimmy's really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> long long shot looks good. Long shots with Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. We yep. I don't think we're doing this next Monday, but maybe Monday after that. It's a rom com, so that looks yep. good. Uh, Extremely the, wicked, shocking, evil, shockingly evil and vile is the Ted Bundy one yes. with Zac Efron on Netflix, and the, the trailer to me made it look incredibly dull. I was really excited about this. The trailer made me less excited, so we'll see how they play that one off. I think it's supposed to ramp up and catch it by surprise based on like the story. Okay. Um, you, also, the the intruder came, is coming out this weekend with uh, Dennis Quaid. Okay. See that one? Basically, he owns a house. He sells it. There's new people move in, but he refuses to like let go of it, and he's kind of like he might be a killer. That's cool. That's great. Something. Yeah. No, it actually looks pretty good. And, and the last summer is a teen summer movie featuring several inter- intersecting stories. So it's like Valentine's Day and all that. Yeah. Yeah, not great. In my if opinion. they pull this off, that's I I could see myself enjoying that movie. I like coming of age, and I like yes. I like Valentine's Day, and those kinds of movies. If they're pulled off correctly, they're very very easy to fuck up. Yes, and seeing as how this isn't even the best uh, Netflix movie coming out this week, yeah. I'm don't have high hopes for it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's gonna wrap us up for this week. Uh, check us out. Uh, we're not doing one for Monday, are we? I don't think so, but but now we're, we're about take... to go on a killer stretch, so we're taking a little break. Yes, so we, t- we took a little breather just because we had to. We're not going to force it. We're not going to make you listen to anything subpar. So check us out next week for Headliners. Dave will be back. He'll be happy as hell. He will be disappointed and talk about Marvel, but whatever. Uh, check us out on at Six Pack Cinema on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and check us out on our website as sixpackcinemapodcast.com, part of the John Boy Media Network. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. <laughs>